the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God wants you to live a life that's big, a life that's bigger than yourself and inspired by the vision he has just for you. The challenge is that sometimes we get stuck on the journey. Things become stagnant and and keep us from living up to our full potential. We know that sometimes, you know, things need to change, but we just don't know what or how. When this happens, the, the big question we must ask ourselves is how do I get unstuck? How do I break free from these limitations? To help you identify where you are on your journey to living big, I've developed an assessment tool that will reveal where you are and and where you're stuck. Based on your individual results, this tool will point you toward resources that are going to help you remove barriers and, and, and keep you moving forward. This assessment is completely free. Not only that, once you complete the assessment, you'll be directed to a page where you can claim a free copy of my brand new book, 120 Minutes to Live Big. Don't settle for mediocrity, live big. Let's get started by visiting canilivebig.com and let's visit it today. That's canilivebig.com. You were made to think big, too big, with you. But tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow. Hello, welcome to Live Big with Dr. Derek Greer. We are so glad that you joined us today. We believe that the truth of God's Word will empower you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. As always, you can get this message and more at gracechurchva.org. Let's join Dr. Greer for today's Live Big message. All right, as you turn there, I'm going to pray for you. Father, we thank you for your Word. Because of it, we're able to be instructed. We're able to be enlarged. We're able to grow. We're able to learn. Meet us in this 40 minutes of ministry. Change our lives and we will forever look up to heaven and give you all the honor and all the glory. And the church says, Amen. Amen. Paul was something of an anomaly. He was both Jewish and a Roman. And just a few chapters earlier, in fact, I believe it was chapter 25 or so, he was forced to play the, the Roman card, if you will. And he used his Roman citizenship to appeal to Caesar so he wouldn't have to face a a mock jury in Jerusalem. And in Acts chapter 27, we pick up on this, and Paul is about to undertake, uh, you know, one of the most uh, crazy boat rides, if you will, of his entire life. Verse 9. Now, when much time had been spent, and sailing was now dangerous, because the feast was already over. Well, what this is saying is the Day of Atonement had just occurred, just like it had uh, just happened for us uh, uh, in, in this century, this year. Uh, the end of the summer had, had, had come, 
And uh, fall was beginning again if they were in this part of the world. And it was pretty common knowledge that the water was uh, very choppy and the, the waves were high. And it was very dangerous to, 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 to sail the Mediterranean this time of year. And Paul, he's a preacher, but he knows a little more than just a text. He advised them. He said, men I perceive. Now, he could not say that God said, and you have to be careful about saying God said when it's just a hunch. But, but, but here's something I know. When you walk with God, there'll, there'll, there'll just be times you know things you can't quite explain. And even if it means changing your plans, learn to listen to that still small voice on the inside. He said, men, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss. Again, he had a gut feeling that everything was not going to end well. Everything wasn't going to be hunky-dory here. So he added not only the cargo and the ship, but, but, but what I sense, this is also going to impact our, our lives. You see, Paul was not just good in the pulpit, but useful or useless better in life. He had a, a relationship with God that, that informed every area. And my prayer is that I just don't get my preach on, but God helps me get my life on and my living on and, and even my traveling right, you know. And this is the way Paul lived the message. Verse 11. Nevertheless, the centurion was more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by the thing spoken by Paul. Doesn't that sound like us, you and I here? You know, we're more influenced by the banker, more influenced by the lawyer, more influenced by what the doctor has to say than God. And this was the case with these folks on this journey. And because the harbor was not suitable to winter in, meaning it would be difficult to winter in this particular harbor, but instead of listening to Paul, they left a difficult place for an impossible place. Don't select something fatal just to avoid something a little bit hard. Y'all, y'all, y'all not like y'all not here this morning. Holler at a brother every now and then. Let me know you are in the room. Now, the majority advised to set sail from there also. Here's something I learned. What's wrong is still wrong, even if everybody agrees. Thank you. Yeah, y'all just woke up. The majority advised to set sail from there also. If by any means they might reach Phoenix and harbor uh, the harbor of Crete, opening toward the southwest and northwest in winter there. You see, they were willing to, to gamble on getting to the next harbor safely. But here's a little advice. If you're going to gamble, you don't want to bet against God. And you also won't want to bet against God's servant. And when the south wind blew softly, watch this, supposing that they had obtained what they had what? Desired. Now, it looked like Paul was wrong 
and they were just going to be fine and everything was going to be all right. But you see, when we defy God's word, it looked like everything's working out for a little while. But two things I've learned about life. A lie can't hide forever and the truth neither. Let me put it this way. Two things can't be hidden forever. Number one, a lie. And number two, a truth. I said it better the second time. (laughs) So he put out to sea and they sailed close by Crete. So again, they they heard from Paul. They see the weather. So they played it real close and, and, and cautious here. And they were thinking, you know what? We're going to outwit God. We're smarter than God. You know, God might say some things, but you know, I I think I got this. But not long after, give it just a little bit of time, the truth will come out. A tempestuous headwind arose called a Eurachlodon. Again, at first, everything seemed to be going right. You know, mama was wrong. Bishop was wrong. The Bible was wrong. You know, it's working out for me. I'm happy. But like the roller coaster ride, we get on. After you get locked in, that's the point the devil reveals his face. And the devil, you know, he'll wait a minute before he, he shows you what he's really all about. And it'll look good for a minute. So when the ship was caught, and could not hit into the wind, we just let her drive. So at first they glided along, but it wasn't long before they were driven along. This is important. The devil starts off as a passenger, but he won't rest until he's in the driver's seat. And he'll take you places you don't want to go and keep you longer than you want to stay. Verse 16. And running under the shelter of an island called Claudia, I love the specifics of the Bible. He's not made this up. We secured the skiff or the lifeboat, but they did it with difficulty. And you know, when we get in trouble, what do we want to do? Make sure plan B is in place. But this got so difficult that even plan B was difficult in this journey. And when they had taken it on board, they used cable. The, the NIV says ropes to undergird the ship, meaning everybody in this boat was being held on by a string. But, but this is what happens when, when, when you live life saying, God, save me, but I'm not going to listen to what you tell me to do. You know, and it's amazing how a congregation in particular, I've been preaching for just a minute, how you holler back when I'm talking about somebody else. But when I'm talking about you, it's like, he didn't have to go there. He didn't have to say it that way. Could have used a different tone. But I'm doing my job this morning. And fearing lest they should run aground on the Sardis sands, they struck sail and so were driven. Some translations say that they lowered their sails and In nautical terms, this is like uh, uh, putting on your brakes. But they had been going in the wrong direction so long and so quickly, they couldn't steer out of the consequences of the situation. Then it says, and because they were exceedingly tempest-tossed, the storm was serious. The next day, they lightened 
the ship. But if they would have listened to the man of God, this would have never happened. Now, if we're honest, about 90% of our trouble, God tried to warn us about. You know, that's true. On the third day, we threw the ship's tackle overboard with our own hands. They'd already taken the sails down, but had gotten so desperate, they threw the tackle and, and even the sails overboard to lighten the ship. You know it's bad when a sailboat throws over its sails. This was a hopeless situation. Now, when neither sun nor stars for many days and no small tempest beat on us, they were in crisis for weeks, all hope that they would be saved was given up. And this is usually where we blame God. But here's the deal. But God told you not to get in the boat. But I know, but, but you were lonely. So now you're living with the psychopath that you're living with. He said, but Bishop, I needed money. But now you're serving five years. Now, if you would have listened, you wouldn't be in the mess. Because deep down on the inside, you knew that you shouldn't do what you were about to do. But you were big and bad enough to do it anyway. But God in his mercy still reached out to Paul in the middle of this storm. But after long abstinence from food, they were frightened, they were hungry, they were thirsty, they were exhausted. Paul stood up in the midst. He said, men, you should have listened to your pastor. Yep. I mean, you have moments of saying, if I would have only believed, if I, if I only would have paid attention, but no, you know, I had to be like the, t- the people on the TV. I-, I had to live like the lady in the magazine. This may shock you, but they are all actors. And what's on TV ain't real. They show you the pretty side, but leave out the underside. You chose to go with the crowd instead of go with God. And you should not have sailed from Crete. And you incurred this disaster and loss. Our lives are not the way they are because God somehow slipped on the job. It's the truth. Often we are where we are mostly because of our choices. If we would have listened earlier, it would have been different later. James 4 and 7. This is one of the most important verses on choices there is in the Bible. He says it this way. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. We say, God, where were you when this happened in my life? 
God says, where were you when I warned you? I know some of y'all ain't never coming back. But if you take your medicine, you will get better. (laughs) I love you. I'm on your side. I am on your team. I'm for you. I'm for you. Here's a formula that works. The more you give yourself to God, the less authority the devil has. The less you give yourself to God, the more, you understand, the devil rules in your affairs. Verse 22. He said, and now I know you messed up, but God's still a good God, ain't that so? And now I urge you to take heart. Paul boldly told them they were wrong. But he also boldly told them it's not too late. And he continued, said, listen, there will be no loss of life among you, but only the ship. Saying, guys, the losses can stop here if you let it. But the only way you're going to cut your losses is if you go all in for God. And it might cost you the ship to get this thing corrected, but you got to be willing to step away from some things to step into what God ultimately has for you. Watch what he says in verse 23. Thank God somebody was praying. For there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I what serve. Because one man surrendered his life. 276 passengers on board were spared. You can make a difference more than you ever imagined. Verse 24. The angel said, Paul, don't be afraid. You must be brought before Caesar. You know why Paul survived? Because he still had a purpose. That's important. And God knew he fulfilled that purpose. Jesus fulfilled his purpose at 33. You can't always put an age on purpose. Some a little bit earlier, some a little bit later. So I I don't know what point you fulfilled your purpose, but if there's still purpose left, God will encourage you, God will keep you. and, And I mean, see, Here's the deal. I don't want to live a bit. I don't I want one because I might mess everything up. If I live a minute longer than my purpose, I might miss everything I work for all my life. So I say, Lord, if, it, if it's somehow at, at, at 51, if my purpose is true, if what you send me, me to the earth for is over, please take me. See, I know some of y'all are afraid of death. I'm not afraid to die. Matter of fact, I'm more afraid to live this life. You hear what I'm saying? There's more stuff down here than it is up there. Dying is a promotion. Dying is a graduation. Can't, the troubler can't trouble no more. Can't people talk about you? Nobody going to criticize you. You can't hurt you, you. You can't ache anymore. You hear what I'm saying? Lord, just keep me till I'm through. But when I'm done, I'm ready to pack this thing up and go on to be with God. Now, because of y'all scared, and you don't really have this hope yet, you're you, you just trying to scratch to live this life, and you're trying to hold on. But, but you know what? 
Jesus died to, 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 to deliver us from such fear. We, we ought not never be afraid of death. You know, death for the sinner is a terrible and, and, and a horrible thing. But for those of us who know him, or better, are known by him, it, it, it can be one of the greatest moments in life. He said, don't be afraid, Paul. Life can be scary. But God will show up and give us the courage we need if we stand with him. He said, you must be brought before Caesar. He's saying, Paul, you still have a few things left to do. Can you just talk to your neighbor for a moment and say, I'm still here because I have some things to do. Just talk to your neighbor for a second. Didn't that feel good? He said, and indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. I want to live a life big enough that impacts everybody around me. What God said to Paul, everybody on your ship is going to make it to the other side. And everybody I'm in fellowship with will make it to the other side. My children, my grandchildren, my my aunts, my uncles, my nieces, my nephews, everybody who dare get in my boat, we're going to make it together because I've been praying for you and I heard from God. He said, therefore, take heart because God encouraged his heart. He can encourage somebody else. He said, therefore, take heart Men, Paul knew the weaknesses of the ship. He knew the strength of the storm, but he also knew God was bigger than them both, and he would make everything okay. He said, take heart, for I don't know about you, and right now it's not even about you. Let me tell you something about me, for I believe In the midst of this storm, I made a choice. It's about the choice you make in the midst of your storm. I don't care what everybody else on your boat says. I don't care what everybody else in the DMV has to say about an issue or in crisis. One man, one woman with God is a majority and enough. He said, for I chose, I believe God, that it will be just as he told me. Here's something I know. It's not a coincidence you're here today. We're in the, the same boat this morning because we're all coming out alive. We are all coming out on the, the, on the same. What, what he's doing for me, he's going to do for you. God put you here this morning because he has a word from heaven that you are going to make it. Verse 26. However, You won't like this part, though. We must run aground on a certain island. God's got you, but there's still going to be some consequences for your choices. Skip to verse 37. And in all, there are 276 passengers on the ship. God's word impacted every person on that ship. 
Just like God's word can impact everybody in this room, everyone watching by live stream today. Verse 41. But striking a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground, and the prow struck fast and remained immovable. Meaning they crashed into a sandbar or a reef, if you will, not too far from the shore. This has been Live Big with Dr. Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live big. Listen to this message and much more from Dr. Greer for free at gracechurchva.org. We invite you to join Dr. Greer and the Grace Church family here in Dumfries, Virginia, not far from Quantico Marine Base. We would love to meet you and have you join us for worship, teaching, and fellowship every Sunday and Wednesday. Get directions, service times, and much more at gracechurchva.org. That's our time for today. Join us weekdays at this time for the teaching ministry of Dr. Derek Greer. And remember, until next time, live big. A life of influence isn't achieved overnight. It is built through the consistent application of wisdom and hard work. Dr. Derek Greer's brand new book, 120 Minutes to Live Big, provides you with 120 bite-sized nuggets of insight on practical topics such as marriage and finances, as well as wisdom for personal growth and leadership development. It will ask you penetrating questions to help you reflect and apply what you've learned. This book will stimulate self-examination and provide fuel for personal transformation. The best thing about it, Dr. Greer is offering this book to you absolutely free. That's right, a free copy of 120 Minutes to Live Big, mailed to you as a gift. However, that's not all. You will also get 30 days access to Dr. Greer's Growth Lab, a program designed to help you grow from good to great, from mediocre to extraordinary. It's our prayer that this gift leaves you with a burning desire to be better and become everything God wants you to be. So, if you want to live a life that overflows and blesses others, this gift is for you. Claim your free book and get free 30-day access to Dr. Greer's Growth Lab. Simply visit dgmfree.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.